The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. I can't believe we're almost up to the middle of July and it's the middle of the week again. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday, July 14th, 2021. Wednesday of the 15th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle 1. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is St. Kateri Tekakwitha, the first Native American to be canonized as saint. She was born in 1680. When she was four, she lost her parents and little brother to smallpox. She was left half-blind and disfigured. She was adopted by an uncle and was moved by the words of the Jesuits who lodged with her uncle. At 19, she finally got the courage to be baptized. Her life in grace grew rapidly, but she was always in danger. Her conversion and holy life created great opposition. Kateri stole away one night and began a 200-mile walking journey to a Christian village at Sault St. Louis near Montreal. She took a vow of virginity and found a place in the woods where she could pray an hour a day. Kateri practiced fasting as penance for the conversion of her nation. She died the afternoon before Holy Thursday in 1680. St. Kateri, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that in social, economic, and political situations of conflict, we may be courageous and passionate architects of dialogue and friendship. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. The gospel of today's Mass, well, it's rather short, so that we can read it in its entirety, to get so much from what you, Lord, want to tell us. At that time, Jesus exclaimed, I give praise to you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, for although you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, you have revealed them to the childlike. Yes, Father, such has been your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father. No one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him. That verse, that you have hidden these things from the wise and the learned, and have revealed them to the childlike, well, I like that. I want to know more about that, Lord. I do recall throughout the New Testament how many times, Lord, that you have told your apostles that they must become as little children, that they must become childlike. 
and to the childlike, you reveal so many things. But there is that need to become as children. How do I know I'll ever become childlike? Children, I recall from dealing with them, are never without asking many questions about asking for things that they like and they want. And you, Lord, told us that you are a father, that if we know how to give good things to our children, you are more of a father. You are a heavenly father, and you do give so much, so many good things to your children. It is so beautiful to read children's valentines that they give to their teachers, notes that children give to their parish priests, to their grandparents and parents, to those they love. The directness and simplicity that they show is so attractive, so novel to me, perhaps because I've lost my way to speak and to think that way. Oh, I must become a child. Children ask because they do believe that they can receive from the wonderful people they ask. And Lord, of all the many ways there are to pray and to communicate with you, you ask me to ask. You sent your only Son, my Father God, among us that we may know how to deal with you in a different way, in a very direct way, simple way, trusting way. Your apostles learned how to know that by being so close with you, Jesus, and and they know they are speaking to a perfect man, and this, they are that same way speaking to God, their God. And to hear those people of the New Testament speak to you, Jesus, is really telling. I recall a few. Martha and Mary both said in their turn, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Wow, what a statement, done with such candor. And Thomas, your apostle, said, Master, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And Philip, in his turn, said to you, Lord, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. And Peter, very emotionally, said to you, Why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. These, indeed, are very direct questions, statements, made facing you, my Lord God, Jesus. Maybe here we have the formula for becoming childlike begging for simplicity, asking with faith, persevering in asking, and waiting. Wow, truly these are the challenges of the childlike. I don't want to remain simple to ask for simplicity. Being older, I kind of like complication in my pride. Ask with faith? I'm tempted to do that only after I can't do it myself. Persevering in asking? You mean waiting? I'm pretty bad at that. When I want something, I want it now. I don't like at all to wait. Yet we've all had to wait as children, haven't we? And it is that docility and trust that marks the childlike. Waiting. A great hero of our faith, Abraham, for instance, receives the promise that his descendants would be innumerable. And yet he had to wait many years before God, you finally gave him his son, Isaac. 
and the promise that this great people would descend from him, well, what of that? He never saw the fulfillment of it except in faith. Everyone who wants to enjoy the rewards of their efforts, and there is nothing wrong with that, everyone wants to receive the fruits of promises, and yet it is difficult to wait. We want instant gratification. We want to reward ourselves right after half of the work is done, and often before the job is finished. In extreme cases, we reward ourselves, don't we, even before the work begins. This type of instant gratification, what does it indicate? Lord, don't I really have a real lack of discipline and a deep lack of trust in you, my Jesus? Who You who will give me in due time what my heart needs. In the early 1970s, there was a famous psychological experiment performed. It has come to be known as the Stanford Marshmallow Experiment. I guess it must be a good one if it was done at Stanford. In this study, a child was offered a choice between one small but immediate reward or twice that reward if he could wait for a period of time. A marshmallow was placed before the child, who then could consume it then or wait and get two marshmallows. The researcher left the room and came back in about 15 minutes. In follow-up longitudinal studies, researchers found that the children who were able to wait longer for the preferred rewards, two marshmallows instead of one, tended to have better life outcomes, as measured by university acceptance scores, educational attainment, body mass index, and other life measures. Other studies initiated to replicate these findings found defects in the study, but and their findings were not as marketed as the original results, but there is still a lot to learn from this study. Jesus, sometimes I wonder if I'm not a little child in your great experiment. I know it doesn't involve marshmallows anymore, although I still retain a certain fondness for them. You are holding out to give me something far greater. Isn't it truly yourself? Help me with my temptation to lose my childlikeness. I find it hard to beg for simplicity, hard to ask and persevere in asking and wait. Again, I want my gratification now. And I run into this challenge, even when I'm trying to grow in holiness. I want to pray better today. I want this virtue, Lord, and that one. And I want it now. I want to forgive and to be free of the feelings that plague me in anger, sadness, and resentment. To be free today. Now, I don't know, Lord, but sometimes this waiting leads me to discouragement. And I feel like I want to abandon the call of this way of yours, this following you, Lord. I said, like Peter, I would follow you wherever you go. I asked you for the health of my brother and it seems that you're late. I want to know the mysteries of your inner life, of the Father and of the Spirit, and it's slow going. My asking of you takes too long to see results. You know, Lord, it's really getting to me, perhaps because I live in an age of instant gratification. My culture today feeds this 
innate desire for satisfaction now. The actress Meryl Streep says, Instant gratification? It's not soon enough. With your grace, Lord, I will come to understand that while I may live in an age of instant gratification, there's no such thing as instant sanctification this side of heaven. You do want me to wait, to love for more time, to struggle in many ways. You want me to suffer at times, and definitely longer than I want to wait. Teach me, Lord, the ways of trust that will be, how can I call it, delayed gratification, perhaps. This such gift is a resistance to the temptation of an immediate pleasure in the hope of obtaining a valuable, long-lasting reward in the long-term, deeper love of you. Help me treasure the pleasure of pleasing my Father God, of having a deeper love affair with you, my Jesus, of knowing as one who finally becomes childlike. And then I will be led by the Spirit you send into adventures in which I trust I will be safe. Adventures that will involve bringing other people along, my friends, my family members, my co-workers, even to places that are far from comfortable. St. Josemaria says, Why stoop to drink in the pools of worldly consolation when you can quench your thirst in waters that spring up into life everlasting? I know that if I have the sorrow of love of a child, that sorrow that comes from grieving or offending his loving father, I know that I'm on the way. I will ask others to pray for me, to pray with me as you did, Lord, in your garden of Gethsemane. And with the help of my mother Mary, I will struggle against my impatience, against my desire for instant gratification. And with your intercession, Mary, I will know these things hidden from the learned and the wise. I will know your love for me the treasure of my life. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help for putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. The liturgical day begins in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Twenty minutes past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. 
He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The holy virgins praise their Lord and King. Come, let us join in their worship. Alleluia. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy. There is truth. Wherever, Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy. There is truth. I will sing forever of your love, O Lord. Through all ages, my mouth will proclaim your truth. Of this I am sure, that your love lasts forever, that your truth is firmly established as the heavens. With my chosen one, I have made a covenant. I have sworn to David, my servant. I will establish your dynasty forever and set up your throne through all ages. The heavens proclaim your wonders, O Lord. The assembly of your holy ones proclaims your truth. For who in the skies can compare with the Lord, or who is like the Lord among the sons of God? A God to be feared in the council of the holy ones, great and dreadful to all around him. O Lord God of hosts, who is your equal? You are mighty, O Lord, and truth is your garment. It is you who rule the sea in its pride. It is you who still the surging of its waves. You crushed the monster Rahab and killed it, scattering your foes with your mighty arm. The heavens are yours, the world is yours. It is you who founded the earth and all it holds. It is you who created the north and the south. Tabor and Hermon shout with joy at your name. Yours is a mighty arm, O Lord. Your hand is strong, your right hand ready. Justice and right are the pillars of your throne. Love and truth walk in your presence. Happy the people who acclaim such a king, who walk, O Lord, in the light of your face, who find their joy every day in your name, who make your justice the source of their bliss. 
For you, O Lord, are the glory of their strength. By your favor it is that our might is exalted. For our ruler is in the keeping of the Lord, our King in the keeping of the Holy One of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Wherever you are, Lord, there is mercy, there is truth. When the Son of God came into this world, he was born of David's line. When the Son of God came into this world, he was, he was born of David's line. Of old you spoke in a vision. To your friends, the prophets, you said, I have set the crown on a warrior. I have exalted one chosen from the people. I have found David my servant, and with my holy oil anointed him. My hand shall always be with him and my arm shall make him strong. The enemy shall never outwit him, nor the evil man oppress him. I will beat down his foes before him and smite those who hate him. My truth and my love shall be with him. By my name his might shall be exalted. I will stretch out his hand to the sea and his right hand as far as the river. He will say to me, You are my father. My God, the rock who saves me, and I will make him my firstborn, the highest of the kings of the earth. I will keep my love for him always, for him my covenant shall last. I will establish his dynasty forever, make his throne endure as the heavens. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. When the Son of God came into this world, He was was born of David's line. Once for all I swore to my servant David, His dynasty shall never fail. Once for all I swore to my servant David, His dynasty shall never fail. If his sons forsake my law, and refuse to walk as I decree, and if ever they violate my statutes, refusing to keep my commands, then I will punish their offenses with the rod. Then I will scourge them on account of their guilt. But I will never take back my love. My truth will never fail. I will never violate my covenant, nor go back on the word I have spoken. Once for all, I have sworn by my holiness, I will never lie to David. His dynasty shall last forever. In my sight his throne is like the sun. Like the moon it shall endure forever, a faithful witness in the skies. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and it will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, you anointed your servant Jesus with holy oil and raised him higher than all kings on the earth. In this you fulfilled the promise made to David's descendants and established a lasting covenant through your firstborn son. Do not forget your holy covenant, so that we who are signed with the blood of your son through the new sacrament of faith 
may sing of your mercies forever. Once for all I swore to my servant David, his His dynasty dynasty shall never fail. You have shown me how to live. You will fill me with joy in your presence. From the first book of Kings. As Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard in Jezreel next to the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria, Ahab said to Naboth, Give me your vineyard to be my vegetable garden, since it is close by next to my house. I will give you a better vineyard in exchange, or if you prefer, I will give you its value in money. The Lord forbid, Naboth answered him, that I should give you my ancestral heritage. Ahab went home disturbed and angry at the answer Naboth the Jezreelite had made to him. I will not give you my ancestral heritage. Laying down on his bed, he turned away from food and would not eat. His wife, Jezebel, came to him and said to him, Why are you so angry that you will not eat? He answered her, Because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him, Sell me your vineyard, or if you prefer, I'll give you a vineyard in exchange. But he refused to let me have his vineyard. A fine ruler over Israel you are indeed, his wife Jezebel said to him. Get up and eat and be cheerful. I will obtain the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite for you. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name, and having sealed them with his seal, sent them to the elders and to the nobles who lived in the same city as Naboth. This is what she wrote in the letters. Proclaim a fast and set Naboth at the head of the people. Next, get two scoundrels to face him and accuse him of having cursed God and king. Then take him out and stone him to death. His fellow citizens, the elders and the nobles who dwelt in his city, did as Jezebel had ordered them in writing through the letters she had sent them. They proclaimed a fast and placed Naboth at the head of the people. Two scoundrels came in and confronted him with the accusation, Naboth has cursed God and king. And then they led him out of the city and stoned him to death. Then they sent the information to Jezebel that Naboth had been stoned to death. When Jezebel learned that Naboth had been stoned to death, she said to Ahab, Go on. Take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he had refused to sell you, because Naboth is not alive, but dead. On hearing that Naboth was dead, Ahab started off on his way down to the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite to take possession of it. But the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Start down to meet Ahab king of Israel, who rules in Samaria. He will be in the vineyard of Naboth, which has come which he has come to take possession this is what you shall tell him the lord says after murdering do you also take possession for this the lord says in the place where the dogs licked up the blood of naboth the dogs shall lick up your blood too you have found me out my enemy Ahab said to Elijah, Yes, he answered, because you have given yourself up to doing evil in the Lord's sight, and I am bringing evil upon you. I will destroy you and will cut off every male in Ahab's line, whether slave or free man in Israel. 
When Ahab heard these words, he tore his garments and put on sackcloth over his bare flesh. He fasted, slept in the sackcloth, and went about subdued. Then the Lord said to Elijah the Tishbite, Have you seen that Ahab has humbled himself before me? Since he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his time. I will bring the evil upon his house during the reign of his son. The word of the Lord. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you who are fickle. Mourn and and weep. Humble yourselves before the Lord. You condemned the just man and put him to death and he offered no resistance. Mourn and and weep. Humble yourselves before the Lord. From a sermon on the dress of virgins by St. Cyprian, bishop and martyr. Now I wish to address the order of virgins. Because their way of life is more exalted, our concern for them must be greater. If we compare the church to a tree, then they are its blossom. Virgins show forth the beauty of God's grace. They are the image of God that reflects the holiness of the Lord. They are more illustrious members of Christ's flock. They are the glory of Mother Church and manifest her fruitfulness. The more numerous her virgins are, the greater is her joy. To these virgins, then, I speak and address my exhortation, out of love rather than any sense of authority. And I do this without claiming the right to censure them, for I am among the last and the least and fully aware of my lowliness. I do it rather because the more anxious and concerned I am about them, the more I fear the devil's attack. For it is no idle concern nor vain fear that takes thought of the path of salvation and keeps the Lord's life-giving commandments. They have dedicated themselves to Christ and, renouncing the pleasures of the flesh, have consecrated themselves body and soul to God in order to finish a task that is destined to win a great prize. They should not strive to adorn themselves or give pleasure to anyone but the Lord, from whom they hope to receive the reward for their chastity. Virgins, persevere in the way of life you have begun. Persevere in what you are to be for you will receive a glorious prize for your virtue, a most excellent reward for your chastity. You have already begun to be now what we shall all be in the future. You already possess, here in this world, the glory of the resurrection. You pass through this world without the world's infection. If you persevere in chastity and virginity, you are equal to God's angels. Only keep your profession of virginity strong and inviolate. You began your way of life courageously. Now persevere without faltering. Seek right conduct as your adornment, not jewelry or attractive clothing. Listen to the voice of the Apostle Paul, God's chosen vessel, sent to announce the commands of heaven. Paul said, The first man was made of the dust of the earth. The second is from heaven. Those who are made from earth are like him who was on earth. Those who are of heaven are like him who is from heaven. 
As we have borne the image of the man who is of the earth, so let us bear the image of the man who is from heaven. This image is shown forth in virginity, purity, holiness, and truth. The thoughts of the virgin are always upon God. Her desire desire is to to be holy both both in body and soul. The God of my heart is my portion forever. Her Her desire desire is to to be holy both in body and soul. O God, who desired the Virgin, St. Kateri Tekakwitha, to flower among Native Americans in a life of innocence, grant, through her intercession, that when all are gathered in your church from every nation, tribe, and tongue, they may magnify you in a single canticle of praise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. 21 minutes before the hour, we'll take a look at today's gospel in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Celebrating St. Kateri Tekakwitha, I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord makes an observation about the childlike. It's from the 11th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. I thank thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to babes. Yea, Father, for such was thy gracious will. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Now, it's pretty mind-boggling, but it is true. Jesus has made us known to the Father. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. As Moses tended the flock of his father-in-law Jethro near Mount Horeb, the holy mountain, God appeared to him in a burning bush. There Moses was given the extraordinary task, his life's work, of leading the chosen people out of the slavery of Egypt into the promised land. God confirmed him in his mission with these words, I will be with you. Moses little imagined how closely God would be accompanying him and the people in the midst of the trials and tribulations that awaited them. In our lives, too, God's presence at every moment is something we can scarcely fathom. It takes on even greater definition when God sees us on the road to holiness. He is like a father minding a toddler. Jesus Christ, true God and true man, is always reminding us in the gospel of God's paternal concern. He alone can do this, since no one knows the Father except the Son and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal Him, as He tells us in today's Gospel. 
The Son knows the Father in the very knowledge by which the Father knows Him. There is no greater intimacy than that. This identity of knowing and knowledge bespeaks the unity of the divine nature. In claiming it, Jesus revealed that He was God. And the Son, one in substance with the Father, He is also able to reveal the Father's relationship with and attitude towards us and in particular his goodness in granting us the gift of the Holy Spirit. The mystery of the Blessed Trinity is at the heart of what he had to reveal to us, and with it and in it we find the wonder of God's fatherhood. During the last evening in the upper room, when he seemed to be summing up those years of self-giving and trusting revelation, he said, I have manifested your name to the men whom you gave me. To manifest someone's name really meant to reveal his mode of being. Our Lord has revealed to us the depths of the Trinitarian mystery, the fact that God is a Father so close to us men. Jesus is always using the title Father, both in private conversations and in his preaching. He dwells on the goodness of the Father who rewards our slightest action and recognizes our good deeds, even the ones that no one sees who bestows his bounty upon the just and the unjust, and who is always aware of and concerned about what we need. The word Father is like a constant refrain on our Lord's lips. This Father is never far away, no more than would be a father who sees his little toddler alone and in danger. If we try to please him, we will find him by our side. When you really come to love God's will, You will never, even in the worst state of agitation, lose sight of the fact that our Father in Heaven is always close to you, very close, right next to you, with His everlasting love and with His unbounded affection. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's pray. We join the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Turn your ear, O Lord, and give answer, for I am poor and needy. Preserve my life, for I am faithful. Save the servant who trusts in you. You are my God. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I cry to you all the day long. Give joy to your servant, O Lord, for to you I lift up my soul. O Lord, you are good and forgiving, full of love to all who call. Give heed, O Lord, to my prayer and attend to the sound of my voice. In the day of distress I will call and surely you will reply. Among the gods there is none like you, O Lord nor work to compare with yours. All the nations shall come to adore you and glorify your name, O Lord. For you are great and do marvelous deeds, you who alone are God. 
Show me, Lord, your way so that I may walk in your truth. Guide my heart to fear your name. I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart and glorify your name forever. For your love to me has been great. You have saved me from the depths of the grave. The proud have risen against me. Ruthless men seek my life. To you they pay no heed. But you, God of mercy and compassion, slow to anger, O Lord, abounding in love and truth, turn and take pity on me. O give your strength to your servant and save your handmaid son. Show me a sign of your favor that my foes may see to their shame that you console me and give me your help. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. God of mercy and goodness, when Christ called out to you in torment, you heard him and gave him victory over death because of his love for you. We already know the affection you have for us. Fill us with a greater love of your name, and we will proclaim you more boldly before men and happily lead them to celebrate your glory. Give joy to your servant, Lord. To you I lift up my heart. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Hear, you who are far off, what I have done. You who are near, acknowledge my might. On Zion, sinners are in dread. Trembling grips the impious. Who of us can live with the consuming fire? Who of us can live with the everlasting flames? He who practices virtue and speaks honestly. Who spurns what is gained by oppression brushing his hands free of contact with a bribe, stopping his ears lest he hear of bloodshed, closing his eyes lest he look on evil. He shall dwell on the heights. His stronghold shall be the rocky fastness, his food and drink in steady supply. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Blessed is the upright man who speaks the truth. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders. His right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his justice to the nations. He has remembered his truth and love for the house of Israel. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Ring out your joy. Sing psalms to the Lord with the harp with the sound of music, with trumpets, 
and the sound of the horn acclaim the king, the Lord. Let the sea and all within it thunder, the world and all its peoples. Let the rivers clap their hands and the hills ring out their joy. Rejoice at the presence of the Lord, for he comes to rule the earth. He will rule the world with justice and the peoples with fairness. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Lord Jesus, you have revealed your justice to all nations. We stood condemned and you came to be judged in our place. Send your saving power on us, and when you come in glory, bring your mercy to those for whom you were condemned. Let us celebrate with joy in the presence of our Lord and King. A reading from the Song of Songs Deep waters cannot quench love nor floods sweep it away. Were one to offer all he owns to purchase love, he would be roundly mocked. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My heart is ever pleading, show me your face. My My heart heart is is ever ever pleading, pleading, show me your face. I long to gaze upon you, Lord, show Show me me your face. face. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. My My heart heart is ever pleading, show me your face. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Now this wise virgin has gone to Christ. Among the choirs of virgins, she is radiant as the sun in the heavens. 
Christ is the spouse and crowning glory of virgins. Let us praise him with joy in our voices and pray to him with sincerity in our hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Christ, the holy virgins loved you as their one true spouse. Grant that nothing may separate us from your love. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. You crowned Mary, your mother, queen of virgins. Through her intercession, let us continually serve you with pure hearts. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Your handmaids were always careful to love you with whole and undivided attention, that they might be holy in body and spirit. Through their intercession, grant that the lore of this passing world may not distract our attention from you. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Lord Jesus, you are the spouse whose coming was anticipated by the wise virgins. Grant that we may wait for you in hope and expectation. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. Through the intercession of the saint and virgin we commemorate today, who is one of the wise and prudent virgins. Grant us wisdom and innocence of life. Jesus, crown of virgins, hear us. And now let us pray with confidence as Christ our Lord asked. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. O God, who desired the Virgin Blessed Kateri Takakawitha to flower among Native Americans in the life of innocence, grant through her intercession that when all are gathered into your church from every nation, tribe, and tongue, they may magnify you in a single canticle of praise. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning Air is up next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.